right, y'all, get ready for another edition of News and Trends with your host, Dave and Lynn. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You are listening to News and Trends with Dave and Lynn. I am one of your co-hosts, Leonard Young, CEO of National Black Guide, DelawareBlack.com, Black Media Specialist, and all-around good guy. I'm here with my co-host, Mr. David Coker. Hey, what's going on, brother? Uh, this is David Coker, uh, proprietor of Dave Mark Inc., media specialist as well, marketing specialist, uh, event planner, promoter, uh, music management, anything that you can think of, I'll probably do, done it at one time or another. So, well, not everything. Uh, no, no, I know, uh, too, too late. You already said everything. <laughs> now, now you have to claim it. Anyway, uh, yeah, no, no, there ain't no naming and claiming here. We ain't doing that. So, but uh, what's going on, sir? Man, same old, same old. Um, ready for the freaking weekend. That's all I can say, Dave. This, even though this week seemed quick because we we're coming off of Thanksgiving, it was still a hell of a week. So, that's all I got to say about that. Yeah, yeah. Well, we had a good start to the week though because of the we had a chance to interview our uh, uh, city council uh, member of Fourth District, Miss mm-hmm. um, L. Harley, and that started our week off. So that was a great interview. Here it is, uh, Friday, and we're um, at the end of our week. The weather even changed up, you know, during the week. It was kind of weird, you know, yeah. it went from a little cooler, you know. So, but. Uh, here we are at the end of the week, and man, this year is like this this flying by. You know, we're in December now, and man, next thing you know, it'll be Christmas, and then we'll be in oh, 2023. I know, I know. Th- th- this year is flying by. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. So, but I guess we're we should be blessed enough to say this year is flying by because we're still here, and oh, um, you know, and. Uh, you know, so definitely thankful for that. Um, I just, you know, it's funny. I was talking to, I was going to ask you, did you know about this? Um, Michelle was telling me when I talked to her, you know, there's a new, uh, like, restaurant venue that opened up in the old Hercules building in Wilmington. Did you hear about that? Yep. The Chancery Market, it opened up today. That she was there last night. They had their, they had like a, they had invited a bunch of people over to come sample food and everything over there. And they said the whole first floor is, uh, you know, set up that way. Yes. Yeah. In fact, uh, we, uh, we, uh, we got to go check it out one. Uh, in fact, so I'm yeah. assuming, I'm assuming they're not open on the weekends just during the week then. No, during the weekend, they're open up until like nine o'clock at night from what she said. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I said, well, that, that might be a good look because she was saying how, they're trying to bring it back because a lot of the businesses left there during the pandemic, mm-hmm. you know, so, you know, they, they were trying to figure out a way to bring up, bring back, um, bring people back to, you know, to that area and whatever. And apparently the way they, they have uh, parking, like the first two hours is free and then you pay $5 afterwards or something oh, right. like that. Now, hold on. So where's the free parking at? They have a garage or something? <laughs> a garage or something that they're using for ah, okay. yeah so 
and of course you got it on the street too. So, but um, but yeah, yeah, we have that. That that's probably could be a pretty nice spot. I remember you know back in the day when that place was popping when they had the atrium over there. Do you remember oh, yeah. the atrium? Um, so I remember hearing about it. I had never been while it was a uh, like it's a club. Very nice. Place. You know who owned that place? Who? Um, our our friend from Lavish, Larry. Oh, Perry. Larry. Oh, Larry owned it. That's his place. Oh wow. Okay. That so was, yeah, yeah, that was his place. That's uh, he was the guy that started the atrium. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, but good, it, good it, to it, know. Oh, it was there for a year though. It was it was it was weird. It blew in the town. It was a mm-hmm. hot spot. Everybody was going over there, and then it disappeared. Hold on. So it was only there so, for one year. Yeah, it wasn't there long. It was not there long. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was really weird. I don't know what happened, but uh, I think. Well, Larry told me some things, but you know, it it was just interesting. You know, so I think wrong place, wrong time. You know what oh, I mean? So, yep. They as soon as you said Larry told you something, I'm like, you know what? It yeah, it, 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 it almost sounds like an investigative story that we we would do on one of our <laughs> on one of our shows about racism and. It, yeah, there you go. There you go. It was interesting. He told me some things. Yeah. Yeah. So and then she was telling me about this other place that opened across from the courthouse called Oath 84. Okay. Brand, brand is it like a brewery? That that almost sounds like a place to get drinks. Well, well, I like the, the play on the name because it's called Oath 84. Mm-hmm. So it has to do with, you know, the court justice oh, type. Oh, okay. You know, you know, so right. you know, like you know, taking the oath, you know, that type of thing. So, and they're supposed to have really nice sandwiches and so forth, and it's right across the street from the courthouse. Okay, so and we want to check place, both of them out. Place, he said that place has really grown and become one of her favorite places as well. So, um, so yeah, so we, I guess we got we got to make our way downtown. So see what's going on downtown so right um so but um i just wanted to bring those up you know since this is our friday show you know we try to talk about some things you know that might be you know anytime we come up with a spot that we might hit because you know a lot of times leonard the folks leonard and i hit some spots together you know and you know they can open up a cheddars over there um, where the old country buffet was no i did oh dave i'm i'm with it i i have been waiting <laughs> I have been waiting for a Cheddar's to make its way up north because there's one like just south of Dover. There's one in okay. Dover. Yeah. And um, I did see that there's a P.F. Chang's opening up at the mall where the old Panera Bread used to be. Where? Where the Panera Bread Panera Bread was on the backside, I think. I think it was owned oh. by like Brio and J.B. Dawson, like where where those used to be. Yeah. Um. I was over that way the other day. Is that Brazilian steakhouse closed on Mondays? I'm not sure, but you know, I already told you my story. I went to the one in Newark, and the service was awful. Yeah. The food was not great, so I w- I wouldn't even venture over to that one, considering well, the, I, I hear it's the same I, owners. The only reason I'm asking because it was dark over there, and it didn't look like anybody was there. And I was like, why would they not be open on a Monday? Right. Yeah. So on a Monday evening, you know, so I said, well, unless they're closed on Mondays, I know some places are closed on Mondays. So, yeah. So, I mean, uh, I, I hope they're not closed already. Cause that, that'd be one of the quickest restaurant yeah, no, grand opening, I grand know. closings we've had. 
Yeah, I, I hope that's not the case. I hope that's not the case. But yeah, um, but that's good to know that they're opening. Uh, PF Chang, I love PF Chang. Yeah. By the way, one of my favorite spots. So you know, so and um, so it'd be nice because I I've been up to the one up on um, in Glen Mills. Yeah. Um, and then I that's so. all right, cool, cool. See, folks, you're getting all the good stuff, man. You're hearing all the, uh, all, the <laughs> all the good stuff. You know, now of course we'd have made each other hungry now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. right. Well, well, so, lucky, lucky for us. I ate right before the show. I, I was like, I have got to get this food in. So, well, I, I just got off of work. I didn't get it, so but I will. So, but anyway, um, so let's get into what we're going to talk about tonight. So, I know last week you guys tuned in and um, got some good feedback about that show. By the way, uh, you know when we were talking about um, the. Um, the Ryan Coogler letter um, that was right. by Ryan Coogler thanking supporters and fans and everybody for going out to see Wakanda forever. And, you know, we kind of gave her uh, thoughts on the movie and how well it was done and so forth. So we're actually, it wasn't intentional, but I kind of came across something, um, an article in, involving Samuel L. Jackson in an interview that he had done and he was kind of uh, responding to something that Quentin Tarantino the director um, had said and, and keep in mind Quentin Tarantino and Samuel L. Jackson have a very good relationship with each other they've worked together on many big movies um Paul Fiction, Jackie Brown, um, uh, Django, or Django, the D is silent, right? <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, so, um, so just to name a few, and Tarantino kind of made a comment as to saying, you know, kind of down in the the Marvel movies and and talking about the stars of the movie aren't really movie stars; they're more of characters than anything which kind of struck a chord with Samuel L. Jackson because, of course, quite naturally that, you know, he's yeah. also talking about him as well because right. he's Nick Fury, you know, you know, and he's been Nick Fury since, what, 2008, I think, uh, uh -huh. when he first showed. So, you know, and Quentin, you know, uh, um, Samuel L. Jackson, like, you talking about, you talking about the, the characters you know, and not, you know, these actors not being stars or whatever, but you're talking about me too, <laughs> you know, so, um, you know, and of course he, you know, he had clap back for, for, for his friend, <laughs> Quentin, <laughs> you know, and said, you can't say that about this because, um, you know, this movie, uh, I mean, these, these movies have made a lot of money and, and, and they have made stars of the people that are starring right. in these movies. And, um, you know, is Marvel has been very careful to bring a lot of diversity to a lot of the movies that they've done as well. You know, the, uh, so, um, and apparently he's not alone. Quentin Tarantino is not alone in his thinking because I also saw that Martin Scorsese had some comments about Marvel movies and so forth. And it just sounds like to me, hey, hey, a hey, bit hey, hey, hey. There's a little bit of hate, not shaking, a little bit of hate going on, right. you know. So, um, so 
I just wanted to bring this up tonight and kind of do like a, you know, open open discussion about, you know, how do we really feel about the Marvel movies and the stars that um, have come from these movies? Um, you know, uh, I, I'll start out with saying, and I mentioned this um, briefly last week, um, the... I know when the very first Marvel movie in the Marvel movie of in the Marvel universe cinematic universe came out, that was um, Iron Man one, right? It was interesting because we really didn't know what to expect from Iron Man one. Now, you know, Mar now Marvel characters have already been out there in movies, but they wasn't directly under the Marvel window because. A lot of the pictures, like sp the Spider-Man pictures and the uh, Fantastic Four movies had been done under the Sony window, even though they were Marvel characters. Um, when Marvel decided to start this whole Marvel Cinematic Universe and put that Iron Man one out, and I remember, you know, remember last week I talked about when I heard who they were choosing to play the part, I was like, no, that don't make sense to me. Why would of all people, why would they put Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man? First of all, he doesn't look like a superhero. He did look like a superhero. He's a short guy, you know, nothing spectacular about him, you know, so forth and so forth. But this is when you found out how smart Marvel is. And that they know how to do they know exactly what they're doing. Right? And of course, you know, Robert Downey Jr. Jr. up until that time it, you know, he'd been known to get in a lot of trouble and he was like the male version of Lindsay Lohan. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and and he had been known to get in a lot of trouble. Matter of fact, he had just got in some trouble, spent some time in jail prior to getting cast in that role. But they, Marvel knew what they were doing. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, they did. And, yeah, and, and they got lucky a little bit. They got lucky a little bit. They did. They got lucky a little bit, but I just remember going to the movies because Iron Man growing up was one of my top, he was in my top five superheroes of all time. He was probably in my top three. And um, um, and I used to buy all his comic books. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, eh, how are they going to get this guy to be Tony Stark? Because one thing about Marvel characters, and I don't know if you were a big comic book reader, were you? I was. Yeah. Okay. Were you Marvel or were you DC? D who? Nah. Marvel, Marvel, Marvel only. Okay. Now, now it's okay to say, you know, because, you know, all you hear is everybody's Marvel these days. You know, you have some DC people, but but everybody was Superman too, man. Come on now. Yeah. So, I mean, I think starting out, I was probably Superman, maybe a little bit Batman. of Batman <laughs> and Robin. But, yeah. you know, that was about it. You know, once the and, you know, just like, you know, we talked about the comparison between the Marvel movies, and the DC movies. Yeah. I'm going to compare the comic books the same way. Like, even when I think back to some of the DC, like they they just, you know, Marvel had a certain sauce that DC could just at least, you know, for me, that DC could not imitate. And I think we go to the movies and, you know, we see how I mean, it's probably an unfair advantage, but we see how Black Panther did. And we see how yeah. Black Adam did. You know what I mean? Like, 
Have we have we even heard anything about Black Adam after Black Adam Wakanda Forever came out? The only, the only thing I heard is Black Adam did well for a DC movie coming out around the time of Black Panther. So like I didn't hear anything bad about it, but it's just kind of like okay, you know who who they how many times you go see Wakanda Forever? Oh, look! If I had it my way, well, I'd hold, on, hold, on, hold on, hold on, yeah, hold on, yeah. How how many times you see it? I saw it twice. How many times did you think about going to see Black Adam? Um, when I see it on TV. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, so um, yeah, it's 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 and actually they made it look good. You know, I'm a you know, the rock, I thought he was the perfect person to play it, but it's just that we've been burned too many times by DC movies. Right. The only movie, the only really movies that have hit for dc has been some of the batman movies you know and um, um I, I thought suicide squad i mean it was a little different but yeah, I, like they, i, I yeah, like that suicide movie squad made 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 a nice little um comeback for them and also i will say now even you no know, even though the critics didn't like it that much i like the man of steel movie um with uh henry caviezel as superman because he looked like Superman. You know right. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I will go back in the day to Christopher Reeve, the original Superman. Oh, yeah. You know, that, that was that on was, point. He, he was good too. He was good too. Yeah. Um, and they, they, I, I can't even lie for the original Superman, even when I hear that music, dun, yeah. dun, 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 dun. I'll be like, yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah, that that was that was good because we had seen we hadn't seen anything like that at that time, you know. So but when, but when you look at the DC movies and you compare them to the characters, even in the comic books, because one thing that D- DC characters, you know, they were pretty, they they were pretty interesting, but they didn't. I don't think they ever really dove enough into the background of the characters. The only one they seemed to do that with, well, the two was Clark and and Clark Kent and Bruce Wayne. You know a lot right. about those. But the other characters you didn't really know a lot about. With Marvel, and I'm an old school Marvel guy, but the Marvel guys, the the coolest thing about them was their alter egos. You know, like Tony Stark was, you know, you knew more about him as this millionaire playboy guy, you know, who was, uh, you know, he was an alcoholic. He was, you know, he was just, uh, you know, a piece of work. But then he put that suit on and he became Iron Man, you know, just a whole different thing, you know. Um, you know a lot about the the characters, Peter Parker, and all of the issues right. that Peter Parker go through, you know. Um, you know, um, when you look at all of those guys, you know, Bruce Banner, <laughs> you know, the conflict of being the Hulk, you know. Um you know, so these guys, you've seen what they were going through and how hard it was for them to be these alter, you know, these superheroes that they were. So that's what made them so unique. And so let me go back to what I was saying in the very beginning. So when I went to see the very first Iron Man, and I'm sitting there at the movie theater and I didn't know what to expect. And I'm watching Robert Downey Jr. transform into this Tony Stark guy. And I said, wow, they did it. <laughs> you know, they got this guy to be Tony Stark. And 
he actually was pretty good in that role. Um, and, you know, of course, you know, it was sad to see them, you know, because they, they, Marvel doesn't mind taking chances. Why would you kill off Stone? Why would you right. kill off, you know, later on down the road? Why would you kill Iron yeah. Man? Well, I mean, they, they, they really didn't have a choice, but. Yeah, because in the comic, they try to stay true to the comic books too, as well. So they try to stay in line with the comic book stuff. But, but from that first movie, you knew Marvel knew exactly what they were doing. Right. And ever since then, they had. Now, what's probably pissed off a lot of the directors, like Quentin Tarantino and like Martin Scorsese. Now, these two guys have been made some of the biggest movies, some of the most popular movies ever made. But they haven't made the money <laughs> that these movies have made. Right. And we know that that's what they're hating on. It's they got to be hating on the fact that, you know, they Marvel's been able to make stars and they can talk all they want. You know, Quentin Tarantino tried to say that Chadwick Boseman wasn't a star because of playing Black Panther. You know, that he had done other roles and Black Panther didn't elevate him in any kind of way. And, I, and you know, and I was like, whoa, whoa what's this yeah. guy looking for? Not nonsense right there. You know, the fact that they didn't want to recast him you know, recast the role of the Black Panther tells you how much of a star that dude was. Right. You know, um, and Samuel Jackson or, um, argued that as, as well. He said, look, he said, he said, man, I worked with Chadwick. He said everybody was in all of that dude. You know, when you watch the end of, uh, oh, well, we can we get spoilers now? Nah. When you watch the end of the movie, can I say that? You know, the part <laughs> where they show him, show the refer- no, I'm not going to say anything, but there's oh. a part in where they show the, you know, they show him a few times in the movie. The boy just had class. And yeah, you he know, did. he was that part, man. And, and, you know, he had class and he has charisma. I'm not yeah, sure if you saw any of like the blooper reels or the, um, the demo reels from Black Panther or the Avengers. But, you know, yeah. he just looked like one of those people that was, like, fun to be on set with. You know what I mean? Yeah. They said that, that cast, man, they said they they were so devastated by him. Letitia Wright, they said, really took it the hardest. Mm-hmm. They, and, you you know, and, and that's probably where you could see all of that pain come from that you're watching that movie come from because she really took it so hard, you know, because he had really she really felt like that was her brother you know yeah um i i can see why directors would have problems with the with the the you know the marvel universe or the, the mcu um as they call it um but also what marvel has done is taken a lot of people who look like me and you and other races and put them in all, in all of these movies. I mean, that 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 um, Wakanda Forever movie. They spoke six different languages in that movie. Right. <laughs> you can't get more all inclusive than that. You know. You know. They spoke six different languages. When you look at the uh, Doctor Strange movies, look at all the different. You know. Um, 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 races that are in those movies, um, the the 
the um, what you call them, the five. What was it, the Five Rings? No, um, Legend of the Five Rings. The Legend of the Five Rings with Simu um, Limu. Um, they made a star of that guy. Nobody knew who that dude was before that movie. Yeah. And to be honest, they probably made a star of Aquafina because I didn't know who she was before that movie either. I knew who she was because she had been in some other things, and she's also a comedian as well. Yeah. But but that was that was probably her. She said, "Look," she said when Marvel called her, <laughs> she said. She almost passed out because it's always been a dream of hers to play something, to play a, a role like, you know, right. in any in any of the Marvel movies. Um, I was watching um, an interview on Jimmy Kimmel, not Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon um, a couple of days ago. He had um, Zoe Saldana on there. Now, he's Jimmy tried to corner her about. You have been in three of the. He said you have been in three of the top grossing movies of all time. Okay, you know, you know what three movies I'm talking about. Um, so I know Avatar, probably one of the right. Avengers, maybe two of the Avengers. Well, what, she was what? into them, but the one, but, but Avatar was one. The end game. Remember, we talked about the money mm-hmm. the end game and $2.79 billion. Remember? Right. And the other one was Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, the Marvel ones. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> she, 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 she was an avatar in Marvel. Yeah. Yes. And see, they, he said, think about that. She said, you know, when she got the part, Avatar, she said James Cameron kind of sought her out. She read for it and everything. She, you know, when she got the part, she was so shocked that she got the part. That was her really big breakout role, was that the Avatar movie, you know, even though we had seen her in a couple things already, but that was her big role, that Avatar movie. And <laughs> keep in mind, you, you know, her, you know, it was an Avatar that you were looking at most of the time. Right. It wasn't even her, but you knew it was her, you know, that type of thing. So, but when she got the uh, got the role as um, what's her name, Gamora? I think that's her name. Uh, Gamora, Gamora, that's her name. Um, in um, Guardians of the Galaxy, and of course, you know the Marvel, you know, cinematic part. She said it was like a dream working on the set with these people because everybody's having fun. You know, she was doing her own stunts. She said everybody yeah. wants to do their own stunts. She I, said I, I that's what's so great. That everybody, well, you know, Chadwick Boseman did all of his. Yeah, own he did stuff. a lot of his. So. Yeah, he did a lot of. Even when he was sick, they said that's how come everybody was so shocked when they found out, you know, that he died, and he died from cancer because everybody, because they said Black Panther, um, Civil War. You know those movies. Mm-hmm. He he was he was doing everything. Yeah. And 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 they said that guy. They said that guy wasn't a star. Come on now, most real stars these days will have somebody else doing those those <laughs> things. 
you know, I think it's also the fact, and um, I know Samuel Jackson said, so when I, and I can't remember if I tell you, so when I was listening to the audio, the interview, he said, or maybe it was you who was saying, but it was like, okay, Chadwick wasn't a star. Black Panther was a star. You know, Thor was a star. Iron Man was a star. And it just kind of made me think if that was a, if that was the case, that would be like for a lot of other movies. Like, okay, um, Pierce Bronson wasn't a star. James Bond was a star. You know, no, nobody doubted him for that. Um, I can't think yeah. of other movies where one person, you know, just kind of had that brand. But well, I'm talking who's in the Mission Impossible movies. Yeah, t- Tom Cruise. But you know, like I feel like Marvel did a great job at making. Maybe not even making them stars because some of them were already stars in their own right, but you know, kind of really making them a household name. So, like, I can tell you for, I mean, it, it's funny because I've seen a few of Chadwick Boseman movies prior to Black Panther, or yeah, most of them prior to Black Panther. And Thurgood, man, that was a great movie right there. And you know, he did a great role in that. And that movie, I could tell he was a great actor. Um, Lapita, you can Jackie Robinson too. Yeah, he, Jackie he, Robinson he, too. He was Jackie Robinson. He was Jackie Robinson. Right. In that movie. Um, Lapita. Yeah, I can't think of what other movie Lapita was in besides. Like, if someone said name name two Lapita movies, I or or die, they um you you'd be doing the show by yourself. But you know, I <laughs> like I, I don't know. Well, I like Twelve I, Years I, a Slave. Right? Twelve Years a Slave. Was she in that? Okay, I, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Well, but, you know, I mean, I, I think Marvel just did a great job. And I think what Marvel did to really make these people stars is they they cross promoted stars in the other movies. So, you know, like I thought it was cool. OK, so like comic books, I, w- I was a big Captain America fan. So, you know, I thought it was cool. OK, the new Captain America movies coming out, um, let's say Civil War. And you go watch it in the movie and all of the Avengers are in it. So, I mean, it's a Captain America movie. You know, they it, it's almost like your favorite artist, you buy their album and then they have features from all your other favorite artists on there. And it's like, OK, like y'all, y'all can't lose. Yeah, that's true. That That is true. And and, and you you actually kind of brought up something just then talking about Captain America. If you think back. Now, this is. And let me go back to how smart Marvel is and how they did how they did make stars. Um, Chris Evans, who plays Captain, who played Captain America in, you know, all of the movies um, up until the series, you know, when he's when um, what you call him took over for him. Um, Falcon took over for him. Um was Johnny Storm in the um, in the Fantastic Four. So when the Fantastic Four movie didn't do the numbers that they wanted them to do, you know, and keep in mind that it was Sony that did those movies. That wasn't under the Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. But he was the guy that all the women were going crazy over because, you know, he actually looked like a comic book character you know right. he was he had the muscles he had the look so they said we're going to do captain america this dude's going to be our captain america 
Now, didn't they just name Chris Evans the sexiest woman? I mean, sexiest man alive. <laughs> so you know, and, and and you know, and oh, coincidentally, Damn, who, was man, who, was, who was the sexiest man alive prior? I mean, Michael B. Jordan was too, but who was the sexiest man alive just last year? I don't know who the was Robert Danny Jr. Who? No, the guy was Ant Man. Uh, yeah, and <laughs> I didn't understand that one, but I, I you know, I, I I just rolled with it. But it's it's Marvel working his magic. Yeah. That's what it is. Marvel has made stars. That guy had been in a lot of movies too. Um, yeah. You know, a lot of other you know quirky type stuff or mm-hmm. whatever. But he put on that suit. You put on a suit, you're a star. Yeah, I agree I think, with that. Well, in the Marvel universe, that is, <laughs> you know, that doesn't necessarily work on the other side. But you put it on a suit, you can become a star, and that's why all of these people, and and we're talking about the men, but look at the women too. I mean, all the women. I mean, you know, we had the X Men. Look, what you call uh, Holly Berry said uh, when she got a chance to play Storm in the X Men. Mm-hmm. And everybody said, you know, well, Holly, why would you do this type of role? She said, because it's Marvel. Right. You know, and and she got, a, you know, everybody, you know, everybody was feeling storm. <laughs> you, know? So, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, and when you look at all of these, when you look at the the, the, the women in the universe, I mean, you know, you and I were talking about, um, we were talking about Scarlett Johansson. Um, you know, um, who else? Who else? Uh, um, I'm trying to think. I'm missing somebody. Who's who? Who? Uh, well, of course, we had the new uh, Brie Larson who's playing Captain mm-hmm. Marvel. You know, so they, you know, they've gotten smart with this whole thing and, right. and just taking it to another level. When you look at the numbers that these movies do, even when it's a bad movie, they're doing a hundred million, <laughs> two hundred. 300 million. I mean, you know, so they've gotten a formula and they've taken it and they put it in a plate in they've done it in a way that makes money for these movies and how other directors and I can see why they would be upset because they're looking at all the dollars and cents. Right. They know if they put out a movie at the same time excuse me, you know if they put out a movie at the same time, they're not doing them, you know, they might get one percent of what Marvel's putting out there, right? Yeah. Exactly. You know, so um, so I can understand stand that now with with people like Tarantino. Now Tarantino, I'm a little surprised at because you know, of course, Tarantino's always been a controversial figure anyway with his movies and everything. But it seemed like a guy like him would be on board with Marvel. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, not not if you're a hater. Yeah, 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 I guess so. I guess he's still saying my movies don't make that kind of money. Right. I mean, you know, you, uh, his probably the top grossing movie that he's probably ever made was probably um, Pulp Fiction. Right. Um, and Jackie Brown, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Jackie Brown didn't do those kind of numbers that Pulp Fiction did, but Pulp Fiction probably is the biggest grossing film. I'm sure. Um, so, uh, but, but look, Look who's cast in it. I mean, you know, we're, look, we're if you want to have a successful run of things, you put two guys in it from 
<laughs> from Marvel. And you put Samuel Jackson in it, you know, and you know, Sam is Sam is you know nobody nobody has made more uh, had more money. Um, wait, let me let me word this the right way. No move, no movie star has made as much money. Movies has made as much money as Samuel Jackson. No movie star. Now think about that. He is the top grossing movie star of all time. You mean you mean his his movies have grossed his movies right? His, his movies have have been the top grossing, and he's been the star of all those movies. Now he's we're talking about Tom Cruise. We're talking about we're talking about right um, Arnold Schwarzenegger, The Rock. We're talking about Will Smith, everybody. We're talking about Will Smith. We're talking about Sylvester Stallone. We're talking about all these guys. Nobody has movies has made as much money as Samuel Jackson's movies have. Right. So you got a formula. Like Samuel Jackson told the story about when he was cast as Nick Fury, that he got a lot of hate mail because, you know, pure comic people were saying Nick Fury wasn't black. (laughs) But here we go. Marvel was smart. Hey, this is Samuel Jackson. Who's going to argue with that dude playing Nick Fury? Right. And so when Samuel said that he was, you know, when he got that part and he was approached about being Nick Fury, you know, he said, hey, look, I I used to read those comics. He said, he said that was right up my alley, you know. And you know, he plays them cool. I mean, you know, that's Nick Fury. You know, nobody else going to play that role like Samuel Jackson going to play that role. You know, um, um, it's the the Marvel universe is really really made made um, people take a look at movies a different way. Yeah, now. Will they ever win an Oscar? This year might be their year. Right. I mean, with this, it just came out, you know. So um, they might get one finally. I mean, they won. They were nom- They created a whole different category less Oscars because of what, you know. Uh, I mean, a couple of years ago when um, Black Panther came out because of mm-hmm. all the money that Black Panther made, right. you know. So, you know, so um, you know, so you gotta have. You know, they they made Hollywood take notice, and now you got to have you know there's a, a a category for those type of films. You know, so do they deserve Oscar? They, you know, it's not like the acting's bad in these movies. They're 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 great acting. I mean, no, there is, and, and the special effects and the storyline, like they they're all yeah, on point. They, Everything is right there. I mean, the cinematography in in the in in um, Black Panther and Wakanda Forever, top notch. You couldn't ask for any better picture. That you believe, look, you got kids walking around thinking Wakanda is a real place, <laughs> and I ain't mad at them. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, so when you you know, when you look at these movies and you look at how they film them, how they act, how the actors act in them, 
everybody wants to be in a Marvel movie. Yeah. That's like, I don't know if you heard the story about Lupita and uh, Wilson Duke. Oh, Winston Duke? Yeah, Winston Duke. About them um, um, supposedly being thought of to to play the Black Panther? Well, no. So um, they were saying, so apparently they both went to acting school in New York. And, and, you know, so they've been knowing each other, which kind of makes sense. Because when I see them in some of the promo pictures, they they like all hugged up and everything. But she said that... um, when one of their earlier Marvel movies came out, maybe one of the Avenger ones where there are a lot of different characters, they they were watching it together and they said, man, how cool would it be if we were, you know, in, <laughs> right, it, like somehow in the Marvel universe. And, and, and I believe, and the second part, I'm not sure I'd look at it. When they both got cast on um, Black Panther, they didn't know the other person got cast till they saw them on set. And I was like, damn, you know, you mm. t- like t- talk about having a vision and speaking something into existence. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, I mean, you know, Lupita comes, you know, from the world of modeling and then she gets into the acting thing and, and Duke, you know, he's a funny guy. Too. Yeah, he That's is. What's a, yeah. You know, even on, uh, ATL, he was funny on ATL as well, um, you know. Um, but he, he, he actually, yeah. But but no, I just read something uh, the other day about how they were both considered to be the new Black Panther. Oh wow! Um, for this movie, mm-hmm. for forever. Um, so they, you know, I, I can see when to do that. Do like six five. He's, you yeah, know, he, that's he, a big dude. He's tall, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but. But, you know, he has a, a big fan club. You know, there's a lot mm-hmm. of the females that really like him, you know. I'm and, sure. And, like, when I went to see it the first time, uh, uh, there was this young lady sitting back on me. And she said, <laughs> it was so funny. She said, there's my baby. And, you know, when he first came <laughs> on his Right. Come on, come on. That's right, Pop. Come my way. Come on. <laughs> you know, so everybody started cracking up because, you know, she said, I love me some Winston Duke. I love me some Winston Duke. You know, so, you know, so, but yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure he gets a lot. And then one guy, um, there was a, there was a, an interview that I was watching on TV and they were talking about the movie and they were talking to people on the street that had just seen the movie. Mm-hmm. And the guy said, man he said i'd love everything about the movie but he said i've seen the movie four times Damn. and he said i saw the first one six times and he, and this guy said to him the interviewer said to him he said but why do you go he said he, i know the movie's great he said why do you go see these movies so many times he said first of all the, the, the movies are just awesome it's, you know he said but it's nothing like being able to go on the big screen and be able to see Lapita up close. <laughs> <laughs> and so the guy, the guy looked at the camera. He's looking at us at the camera. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what it is. <laughs> he said, he said, oh, you got a crush on her. Huh? He said, she's the most beautiful woman in the world. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I get it because she has a certain appeal about her. Yeah, she know? does. And yeah, I, I don't know if you follow stoic. her. I don't know if you follow her on Instagram, but she has a very, at least 
her Instagram. She has a very fun personality. So I can see that attracting a lot of people. And, you know, kind of like we talked about Chadwick, like just people wanting to be, you know, you always want to be around people who are going to make you laugh, smile, you know, all that. And and she's definitely, yeah. I see TikTok doing the dancing and stuff like that, you know. But yeah, she does seem to have a fun uh, personality and so forth. Uh, Yeah. uh, Yeah. This whole debate about, you know, these movies and whether they're making stars. Well, it just looked like, uh, uh, what's the, her her real name is Garita, I think. uh, The one that played. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't know who that woman was, right? Did you know who she was prior to these movies? Nope. Had no, had no idea. Nope. But she plays that part so perfectly. And she's and she's funny at the same time. Right. As, as being serious. And, you know, so she became a star through these movies. I mean, um, you know, um the young lady that was like her corporal that was next in line, the you know, that took over her position. She was also, you know, she's also very cool too, you know. Um, you know, so you can identify with these people. You can't right. identify with all the characters in a Quentin Tarantino movie. Um, yeah. you know, you might be able to identify with a couple of them, but that's because they are already stars. And you know who they are. Exactly. You know, you know, um the same thing with uh uh um Scorsese film. Scorsese was known for the mobster movies. You know, everybody, you know, most of his films have Bob De Niro or or mm-hmm. or, or Al Pacino or somebody like that. Uh, 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 Pecci, you know, uh, yeah. was in, you know, Joe Pesci. And, you know, so with these guys, you know, you already know what, you know, you know what type of film you're going to get and whatever. But those guys were also stars, you know. Marvel is building stars, and they've been doing that ever since the whole thing. Ever since the first Iron Man, you know, you know, um, they've been building stars. And look at all the stars who would jump at a chance to jump into that world. Yeah, well, you know, it's hard not to build stars when almost every other Marvel movie is a a blockbuster hit in the top in the top ten. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah, you know, Marvel does a good job about making their characters likable too. You know, even um, and I mean, Michael B. Jordan may have been a little bit different, but people liked his character, you know, and like I'm, I'm like, yeah, people love him. And, yeah. you know, just the different spin he put on stuff. People, you know, Dave, you already know black black people understood where he was. <laughs> black people yeah. understood where Killmonger was coming from. So, you know, even though he was the villain. You know, people liked them. And at the very end of, of Black Panther, they felt sorry for him. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, think about it. You know, even 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 Prince T'Challa uh, felt sorry mm-hmm. for him. Remember, he said, "I yeah. can save you." He said, "We can save you," and he said, "No, let me die." Right. You know. So, you know. So, um, but yeah, the, the yeah the appeal is 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 right there. You can see with all of these characters that the appeal is there, and and Marvel has figured out a way to. To, to make these things work. Um, like, they took the... But look at the Spider-Man. Okay, there's been three different Spider-Man over the years. Right. The first two mm-hmm. were done on the Sony window. 
Tobey Maguire was a popular Spider-Man, right. you know, because he, you know, that first Spider-Man movie came out. It was it was shot pretty cool, and right. seeing him moving, you know, through the buildings and all that stuff. That was pretty cool. Uh, nobody was really a a big fan of Andrew Garfield's character of Spider-Man, <laughs> you know, because he, he just seemed like he was too serious and he, yeah. he just wasn't believable in the role, as far as I was concerned. But this Tom Holland comes along. And this kid is just having fun with it. And, and you know, even though they, look, first of all, Marvel said, we don't care what you guys already know. We're going to dump, we're going to change the story. <laughs> you know, right. you got Iron Man flirt with the aunt, <laughs> you know, so, and, you know, Iron Man did create it this soon. And, you know, they have this big relationship. They changed up, you know, MJ and everybody, you know, and they just said, and that, you know, you can't get more diversified than the Iron Man. Right. Thing, because look at all, yeah, you know, they got him dating a half black girl and, mm-hmm. you know, his, his oriental guy, you know. And I mean, you know, it's, you know, you can't, you know, you look at it and you say to yourself, okay, how are they going to make this work? Tom Holland's the most popular Spider Man. And that movie, yeah. those movies, uh, Far From Home was like, what I say, was number three? Yeah. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, oh, no way home. No, no way, way home. home. Number three. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, so that, uh, so here we are. These guys, look, they can say what they want to say about the Marvel Universe. They can say what they want to say about it. But as soon as a new movie come out, we're going to see them. You know? Um, you know, I'm, what's the next? Uh, what did they say the next big one coming out was? And I'm sure they're gonna do it now. They got. I'm sure they're gonna do a Namor movie. Oh I mean, yeah, yeah. You you already know that's in the works. You already know that's gonna be in the works, and because they got to do an origin movie, and they never even mentioned his name that a lot of people know him by. Yeah. You know, so they got to tell that, that story. You right? They got to do. You know, and Namor made he made a big splash, and of course, you know they you know no, he kind of no, hit no pun run. intended. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I know. That was funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he did. Yeah. Uh, and and already, if you look at it, here we go. Now, Aqu- there's been two, there, there's a second Aquaman movie that already come out. Looking at Namor and looking at, looking at Aquaman, <laughs> who are you taking? Are you talking about watching the movie or in a what was you talking about in a fight? In a fight, in a fight. I w- I would say that I would look. I don't care how good um my man looks in, as Aquaman, he can't do nothing with that Namor. <laughs> Namor, Namor, Namor was no joke. I agreed. Yeah, Namor was no joke. So, um, and you know, so they're gonna have to come. They're going to have to come correct with the second Aquaman. The first one was okay. Did you like the first Aquaman? So I thought it was okay. Um, you know, I don't know about movie <laughs> editing. Did it look a little cartoonish to you? So it didn't look cartoonish. A little bit. But, but, you know, I feel like the, the way DC... So, um, and, and I may be me wait, making up words here. I feel like Marvel shoots their movies in 4D. And I feel like DC shoots their movies in, like old tv slash um so i don't like watching the batman movies because everything is so dark and i mean i get it he's a bat 
but it's dark enough I can't see what's going on. You know, like I like I, Marvel, they do all their stuff in the light majority. Yeah, they, they, they do. They do. They're not trying to fool you. They're not trying to make things mysterious. Um, even with the Justice League movie, it was some dark parts in that as well. You know, um, how do you mess up a Justice League movie? Hand it over to DC. They'll they'll find a way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, first of all, I never forget. I said, okay, if they do the Justice League, now you know the Justice League can, you know, with all of the characters, because we knew a lot of the, you know, one thing about the DC characters, they were pretty well known guys. You know, you had Green right. Lantern, you had the, and then of course you know. They have all these different TV series, you know, on regular TV now on the CW and all of that. So, but you figured they it'd be hard for them to to mess up the Justice League. Then they cast the Justice League. They leave out Green. They leave out Greenland. They leave out Hawkman. They leave out you know some of the <laughs> main characters. And I was like, what in the world? Why would they do? That? And they cast right. Cyborg. Put Cyborg in there, and I was like, "Why is he in there?" He was a Teen Titan, you know. That's all I. I that's where I knew him from, Teen Titan, right? I I think so. Yeah, and then and they put him in there, but there's you know, and I'm saying Aquaman was cool to have in there, but how are you not gonna have Green Lantern? How are you not gonna have Hawkman and Martian Manhunter, and you know, all these guys were original guys. If you know anything about the the background of the Justice League, but that's so DC messes up things by doing stuff like that. Yeah, Marvel I, I doesn't. Marvel doesn't mess up doing those. Crap. No, you know, because from what I understand, there's talk of them doing in the Marvel universe, and you know they just ended Phase Four, <laughs> and that's. Pretty here. Here we are. We know the phases. They talk about the phases and all the stuff going on in the phases. They just finished phase four with the Wakanda movie. They get ready to move into the next phase, and they got all these things coming up in the next phase. Then I'm hearing they're talking about doing a Defenders movie. I don't know if you know anything about the Defenders, but the um, Defenders. Yeah. Okay. I, I I do remember them from the comic books. Right. Yeah. So they were kind of the outcast guys, but. In the Defenders was Submariner. Uh, uh, Hawk was in the Hawk ends up in the Defenders. Spider Man was in the Defenders. You know, so these are all guys outside of the the Avengers main guys. You know, and so they're talking about doing that too. And I'm sure though, if they do that, oh, that's gonna be awesome too. <laughs> so, but you know, here it is, guys. Now, me and Leonard just talked all this time about the Marvel Universe. And we talked, we started this talking about how Quentin Tarantino made his comments. Of course, Samuel Jackson, you know, of course, he's going to protect his check. I mean, protect his, uh, his <laughs> I was kidding, just to protect his check. You know, because, you know, you can't be talking about my man's money because Sam's right. going to get his money. So, and, but of course, you know, he, those two are very good friends. Like I said, they have a great relationship with each other. But, you know, Sam Sam Eaton from Marvel. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he eaten from Marvel. And he said, hey, you can't talk about Marvel like that. You know, and especially when it's not true. 
they are making stars. They are, you know, they're making, you know, everybody see the money that they're making, but they're mm -hmm. also making stars and they're being, and, and they're, they're, they're bringing diversity to they the are. big screen. To the big screen. They're not just case, casting a lot of people that don't look like us. They're casting a lot of different races of people and they're not making it about one particular, they haven't, um, one particular race. They haven't, they have taken chances because even the Namor, the character playing Namor, he doesn't look anything like what you would have thought that Namor would look like. <laughs> nah, he doesn't. I, I was thinking muscles and yeah, not at all, not at all. And if you Namor, if you remember, if you remember the way he was originally drawn in the comic book, almost looked like Doctor Spock from Star Trek. Mm -hmm. I do remember with that. the points and everything. You know, the same kind of look. You know, um, this guy didn't look like that, but they, you know, they cast they they're not scared to cast these people and and make you believe who they are. And that's why these directors are sitting around talking about them because they can't do the same thing. I mean, let's let's be honest. So that's that's my that's my view on this whole thing, Leonard. I mean, if you want to add something else to it, no, no, Dave, you 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 said it all. Yeah, yeah. So so don't be coming at our Marvel universe, people. You know that that you know we're gonna send somebody to go get you. You know, <laughs> you know. So, um, one of those people that you say ain't a star. I'm sure they'll they'll have a lot <laughs> to say about. It. Yeah. So, but um, we wanna we wanna thank you guys for listening to us and our banter back and forth. You know, as you can tell, you know we're you know we we're passionate about some things. You know and. You know, you can't talk about a Marvel universe, you know, so and get away with it anyway. So, especially things that we enjoy. So, um, please feel free to give us your feedback. We we love it, and we love hearing from you when you do. Um, we like I said, we got some feedback last week about last week's show about um, the whole Wakanda Forever experience, and also Ryan Coogler's letter. So hopefully we'll get some feedback about tonight's show as well. So, Leonard, anything you want to add before we sign off? Nah, you know, I just want to wish everybody a great weekend. Make sure you catch us on Tuesday. Okay. And um, people will be posting pretty soon our uh, T-shirts. And, you know, our T-shirts and um, long sleeve T-shirts, short sleeve T-shirts and, and our hoodies. So, we're hoping that everybody would want to definitely, um, you know, um, get one of our shirts so you can say that, you know, you support us, the show that you support the show and everything. And we'll ship them to you for our people that are outside of Delaware, you know, so we'll definitely make sure you get them. So um, look out for those pretty soon. We'll be posting them on our website um, real soon. Okay. With that being said, we're going to say good night. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you on Tuesday. Tune in next week, ladies and gentlemen, for another edition of News and Trends with your hosts, Dave and Lynn.